0: Heyo, what's up? Wow, thanks for clicking that button. Thanks for listening to this recording uh, wherever, whenever you are um, in the universe or in space-time or in Earth. Who knows? Or off of Earth. So here's the deal. I tried to do this intro already 3 times and i'm just tired of doing it. So there you go. Was that such a bad intro? I don't know, man. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it gets to you. Uh that being said, i'm going to have to let the dog out. So i guess you could say who let the dogs out? Who who? Who who? That would be me. In probably about 10 minutes, because I got one that's sort of whining already. And then the other one is really just lounging around. Uh, We had a pretty great day. Happy Earth Day. Right? Happy Earth Day. For people in the United States, that's pretty cool. Although, I am definitely on the... Um, every day is Earth Day type of vibe, but uh, this episode's going to be about, well, a little bit about Earth Day, because I'm just going to go into it right here, because that's what I was doing, so I figure, hey, you know what? I need to do a podcast. It's Earth Day. um The pup and I, Bella, we went to our spot that we usually hang out at and i had plastic bags we went to town and picked up a bunch of plastic it was like two bags came up pretty good uh i'll be back i need to get a water yeah i need to get a water so yep So yeah, that happened. I had to go get a water. And I mean, the deal is, is like, if you keep putting things off, um, especially things like podcasts, you'll fall behind. And we don't want to fall behind. Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm uh, catching up with y'all. You know what I mean? I had a good yoga session today. I hope each of you are trying to do more stretching. Um, yeah. We did some walking near the water. Yeah, that was great. All right, so Earth Day. Moving on. We're talking about Earth Day. Um, we'll basically talk about Earth Day and then the bees... And what the fuck is going on? Because I think shit is hitting the fan in that aspect. Um, And, you know, the honeybee population is seriously plummeting. It's, you know, it's worrisome. But it's, it's not too bad. Everyone just needs to... You know, focus on not spraying pesticides, chemicals, that sort of things. And, uh, and the GMO situation. That's what we can also talk a little bit about as well. Um, so, basically, right, Earth Day. So it says, and I'm just sort of... You know, I just sort of been been looking. This is you can do this stuff yourself, right? So I'll just gaze through it. Founded in the seventies, a day of education about environment environmental issues. Okay. Um. It was a brainchild of Senator Gaylord Nelson, and inspired by the protests of the nineteen sixties. So it makes sense that that wave. Uh, you know, that was like one of the first shifts, frequency shifts, uh, awakenings, things of that nature. There are levels, you know, there's like big awakenings, little awakenings, that sort of thing. And uh, that movement in the 60s was was large. Um, so Earth Day began as National Teach in on the environment that doesn't even make any sense let's read that again national teach in on the environment teaching what teaching on the environment am i crazy y'all like does that even make any sense maybe that's why they changed it to earth day and was held april 22nd to maximize the number of students that could be reached on university campuses. Yeah, so, you know, it was to raise public awareness of pollution. And to this day, still is. And I hope that it only gets larger. Uh, it seemed to fade away, and then it seems to be coming back. And remember, that's only my span of sort of consciousness in reality. Because I remember as a child, it seemed a lot bigger, more events, and then things died off, things seem to be going back up. But yeah, you could do your part all the time. And it's funny because I sat there and went, wow, why haven't I sort of done this? Uh, Well, I guess it's been cold out, so there's my ego's excuse is that it's been a little too cold, Um, which it has been cold. This weekend is the first weekend that I can take off my sweatshirt and enjoy, enjoy life out amongst the trees, negative ions being projected into my feet when you go barefoot on the ground. And I think that's uh, another reason why I was so pretty, like, you know, it felt good. It felt good to clean a spot that I frequent. And it's like, you know, you don't have to walk around trash. We shouldn't be walking around trash, you know, and I try to do my best, of course, but it's always a It's always a constant practice. You know, there's there's only your mind, your actions and the energy you put forth into. Those actions, that being said, um, yeah, it's it's funny because it seemed like the whole movement was based on the Earth being at risk. And it's like, the Earth isn't at risk. Uh, it's only at risk if you keep propelling the stupidity that is, uh, causing it to be at risk, you know? Like, the shift to hemp, right, biodegradable hemp, uh, alone can alter hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of types of building materials, uh... Other materials that you use for cars and manufacturing and clothing and it's actually mind boggling. It's thousands. It's it's thousands of it's thousands of products that can come from one plant. And that's that's quite amazing Um, if you think about it, right? And that's why that's why hemp needs to be legalized across the board, and there needs to be a huge wave in uh, just things like grants and all that stuff. Need I mean? There's so much money that has been funneling out from the masses, right? And I say the masses because I say all these states. You know this shit goes globally, y'all. If you're listening to this fucking podcast, you know we can get deep. We can get deep and keep, keep going deeper, but trying to stay slightly above waters so we can take a deep breath and know that everything is fine. God cotton requires large quantities of pesticides and herbicides. It's just quite dreadful um the situation like all the cotton and all that and just all that stuff can be replaced with hemp which can grow without any herbicides and and any of that it's it's a it's a um, it uh, fluctuates the nutrients within the soil it's biofuel it's biodegraded plastic, paint, insulation animal feed, obviously we can eat not only seeds which I eat all the time, you should be doing too uh, we can eat the seeds and the uh the leaves as well. I'm pretty sure we can eat the yeah, we can eat the buds I don't know, uh, I don't know, I never really eaten too much of the bud. ooh, I didn't mean to yawn. It's not that anything's boring. It's just we went on a pretty pretty uh we had a pretty pretty gnarly set of places to stop today, right? Um, I call it adulting. You call that what do you call that? I call it adulting. And it's just hemp has been used for thousands of years. Ten, over 10,000 years, because that's when they found... But we're talking... hundreds of thousands, because you know what? I don't really subject to that idea of humans only being about 250 to 280,000, which is sort of the norm within the anthropological realm, studious realms. I'm more of a... Uh, Ancient Ancestors, 2.5 to 2.8 million. Yeah, 2.5 to 2.8 million because I forget how, when the Earth, it was a couple billion. Um, Yeah, so anyways, it's sort of a... It's a... It's a long history, right? It's a long fucking history. And I hope to pick just little pieces out on this podcast, Gut Instincts podcast. I hope you dig this shit. And I hope my hand... Never mind. I had my hand over my mouth, so I was just thinking to myself, like, shit, that probably is going to sound like just shit on in post. But you know what? I try to just leave it for y'all, and I just, you know what I mean? Give it to you. Give it to you raw. All right, that was probably a little much. So yeah, food, nutrition, storage, fiber, uh, you know? This guy is doing a handstand upside down with his legs out in the air and he's probably wearing hemp pants. That's probably what I'm watching or a dress or maybe it's a lady with their hands out and because I don't have my glasses it looked kind of like a guy doing a handstand with his legs completely out although it's not it's a <laughs> it's a headless It's a headless uh, hemp dress, picture of a dress, with the hands being out, probably on post. I don't know. It kind of looks like there's something at the end there. And then the dress. I don't know if you can picture that, (laughs) or if you're laughing your ass off, or if you even heard most of that, or if this thing is even on. Yeah, it's on. Man, we're 15 minutes in, and we're we're just... We're going deep. Uh, Yeah, I don't have my glasses, so... Yeah, I don't know why I took them off here. Let's put it back on. So, um, yeah. I tested my water that I've been drinking, and it hasn't been quite as alkaline as I'd like. So I switched it up to this Flow water. It's naturally alkaline spring water. naturally alkaline spring water. So it says pH plus or minus 8.1. So those labels that say plus or minus, that obviously means that can fluctuate. Which means, obviously, it's lower than 8.1. It's probably like they one day got it to (laughs) 8.1. Or what is more believable? Uh, which I kind of think is at the it says at the source, so pH that eight point one at the source, which means it probably comes out at eight point one and sort of lowers. This was six f- five, yeah. I think it was six five. or seven. It was seven, anyways. It's pretty good, yeah. Water, cordage, biofuels, processing, um, yeah, and then, of course, all the jobs that come with the hemp industry, which in itself is just an industry, and then. That's not including the medical cannabis industry with all the laboratories and and medical uh doctors and nurses that aren't gonna be needed and just advisors and teachers and you know, not just bud tenders, my friends. This is but we know this. We know this. So back to Earth Day Um, just sort of, uh, lots of numbers here. I guess that's really it about the, about Earth Day. I mean, since 1970, Earth Day celebrations have grown. Celebrations have grown. In 1990, Earth Day went global with 200 million people and over 140 nations participating, according to the Earth Daily Network, a nonprofit organization, coordinated Earth Day activities. In 2000, Earth Day focused on clean energy and involved hundreds of millions of people in 184 countries and 5,000 environmental groups, according to EDN. Yeah, I mean, I remember. That's what I mean. In the 90s, when I was really young, I vaguely remember it was like. It seemed you know what I mean? Epic. Epic. In two thousand I don't know. They must have been sort of uh doing their thing. But like it's just it's an idea and a movement. So it, it really it just it just matters or it's dependent on how many souls have the awareness of Giving back to Earth, or picking up what we what we drop, which is what I did today um, which we can definitely do more of I mean I plan on doing more of that for sure, especially since it's warm out I think that's that's sort of a given, and it's like if everyone starts doing that, it's uh, you know. <laughs> we probably be surprised at the effects, the domino effect, you know what I mean? Um, All of a sudden, just shit starts getting greener, like flowers everywhere, and like, you know, more trees, everything gets greener. I hear a lot of people, you know, complain about like fruit, if we did fruit trees, that it would be... It would be too messy, but like my answer is, do you really think if there was like awareness that there were fruit trees and they were healthy and they weren't poisoned, you know what I mean? And there was like conscious awareness that they were good to be taken off the tree if needed, you know, surrounded by like a fun sign or something like that, you know, try try it, try it down, down in the city. First, it's just things like that. There's no doubt about it it would It would take off. There's no doubt about it, and there wouldn't be loads of them just falling all over the place. People would take them like it would be it would be cool it would might even have to be like, "Oh, only take five to ten fruit at a time." <laughs> per (laughs) person, or else they'll never have fruit because people are just going to take it because it's, you know, it's free food essentially, but it's like, it's not free if everyone has to do their part, but the only way that would work is, is if we had established areas that were like brought to everyone's attention, hey, this is an area where we need to put blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, this is an area where we can put blah, 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 blah. Because you don't want buried trees near a heavily driven road with all that exhaust. See, that's the other thing, too. Like, exhaust, that sort of thing. That's why I don't... I won't really pick... I mean, I will if it's further enough away, but if it's close enough to the road, berries... um, which you can find a lot in New England. It's not really worth it. It's like it's like picking dandelion greens on a path, on like a dog path. People are, that walk their dogs down there. Now tell me, would you think that would be a good idea? Harvesting. Although it sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm picking my own dandelion greens on the path. So I can juice them later. But it's like, what do pets like to do on the way, on paths, you know? um, You know, they usually like to to piss and everything all over the place. I guess it's not that bad when you think about it. It's sort of natural, but, you know, I'm more apt to just sort of like walk a little bit more in. Usually if you just walk a little bit more in wherever you're looking. Just a little off the beaten path. That's all. Just a little off. You know, it's like in life. It's like you can be comfortable and you can take those forward motions and go with it. Then sometimes you should sort of take a little left turn or take a little right turn. Play with consciousness and awareness. Play with the reality that you're living in. Because we're all living in our own reality. So you know, test it a little bit. Do things that you wouldn't normally do. Um say or act a certain way that you normally wouldn't complete something that you normally wouldn't. It's a very interesting life when you begin to use consciousness and awareness and just life in general as a sense of give and take. Um, and I don't mean, like, on a personal, physical level. level. I just mean on a... If you think of a computer, I guess it's not the greatest analogy, like, oh, making a... <laughs> <laughs> that's That's... That's great. Making a comparison or an explanation of the human psyche and reality to a computer's uh, computer program. But, I mean, when you think about a computer program and we look at the black mirror, the reflection that's in front of us, remember, when you shut off the power, the energy to your to said screen, right? Or electronic. It goes away and you have a black screen. What do you see? You see yourself. It's a black mirror. Do more research on the black mirror to understand what that analogy means. But what what I'm trying to say is, when you think about a computer program, if you've ever, if you're a coder and you listen to this, you'll get it right away. But it's like ifs and thens, if then, if then, if then, if then, in out, right? It's if I put this in, then that, and then of course you you would label what each one is. You know what I mean? Each each um, each block is that sort of thing. It's it's sort of. What it is, is an is action and reaction. And that's it. Just action, reaction, action, reaction, action, give, take, give, take. Give. If this happens, then that happens. But if this doesn't happen, because this, this, you know what I mean? See, you put then you put because after that. There's a whole other aspect. Um, but what I mean to get into is, like, if you use consciousness and reality and life, as a try new things, say yes, man, you know the movie, yes, man, that was actually that's actually funny, great story about that. I came back from all of this, right this journey uh you know through the through the ayahuasca journey and just sort of through the spiritual um adventure and when i was unpacking everything i opened something and i have like a stack of movie tickets which i don't know if any of y'all are like that but I, like i have those right <laughs> it's 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 odd but um but i'm fucking one of a kind so that's why i collect <laughs> No, the the last one on the top was Yes Man, right? So, and that whole movie, that literally that whole movie is about how there's like an outside source. And if you say yes, you can ride the wave of (laughs) reality. Sometimes I call it that of consciousness. Awareness of life. But that's just my two cents, or three cents, or four, or five. I don't know what was that like ten cents, but or I guess to not leave you hanging from there, right? To not leave you hanging from there. We'll follow into. I'll be honest. We're only gonna get into a little bit of bees this time. A little bit of bees towards the end. So if you're wait if you're you're like, dude, where's the bees? The bees' knees? At the end. Skip about ten more minutes. Uh Hamana hamana hamana. So when you are when you are birthed, right? When you're when you're alive, when you become alive, your birth... The birth of of a soul. Uh be earth. So take the be out or put it aside. Okay. Be earth. You're you're birthed into this earth, into this reality, uh, and you become the earth. Be the earth. Like basically again it's like because you only see 2D remember you only see just take a look just look outside look outside at the trees look outside or if you're already outside just look around take a deep breath look at the buds in the trees that's actually pretty pretty damn oh i got to take a Picture of that uh flower out there too see that's the mind it just rambles um look outside you can only see two d first of all you can't even the trees look like paintings like and you can't even you can't even contradict that you just have to agree and say, yeah, because it really <laughs> um but what's wonderful about that is when they sway, then you start to see form. Okay so it's like they're alive and they show themselves the way they do and they move when energy around them moves which is the wind the air the whole earth is alive and gravity it isn't exactly what they say it is it's all electromagnetism it's all fractals it's all toroidal toroidal fields toroidal energy fields and i now i know i'm throwing terms out there so if you don't get it don't worry we'll talk about it another day but you know the trees are repeating if you just look close enough um now that's not to say it's a like projected or in some sort of a program like some people might be thinking it's it's more or less a you know, you put you put your your code or something uh of, of who what your soul is and you drop it into the troidal field and boom. And when I mean code I mean like light source. That's really what it is. It's a, your your light source into the little spot and it a it alightens it this, illuminates this little bubble, you got going on, a little bubble, and these little fingers, these little toes, these arms, well, some of you probably not little, or whatever, you know what I mean, everyone's different, and that's, that's what's fucking awesome, when you think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, of course we'll be, like, different, because what, is it going to be all the same, no, it doesn't make any sense, and plus, consciousness would love to explore all, every and all types of, um, ways of looking you know it's it's pretty beautiful everyone so I don't know that being said I guess we went um, we went a little into the Earth Day and uh, and I just want to uh, say to all of you I hope you got to enjoy Earth Day and you go hope you got to go outside and get negative ions negative ions are what re- what's released from the earth, right? From moving water, like streams and lakes and waterfalls. Alright, it's at the beach, those waves, when they crash over you. It's like that. So I got this unbelievably, unbelievably beautiful <laughs> flower at my desk. If you follow me on Instagram, you should be able to see it. Because <laughs> I'm going to post it. Well, I already did. That's what I mean. Uh, but it smells unbelievable. You know what I mean? It. All right, I got to say, stop saying that. I know. Just bear with me. Uh, it's like a tick. I don't know. Not not a physical one. You know what I'm saying. But yeah, I got this flower from a local woman at the farmer's market. And it was all closed with so many. And I was like, oh, I'm excited. And she was like, it's beautiful. And it smells wonderful. And I was like, yes and yes. And now it's just... It's got like four one, two, three, or three, and man, pink, white, and it's got the anthers, and stomata, man, all that plant botanical, nerdy nonsense, the stigma, right, and the anther because they're. Um oh man now I don't know the term. I know du- duo 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 du- 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 Oh man. That's the worst. And you don't when you can't really remember the term. I just sort of sp- do you guys do this? I sort of spell it vaguely how I think it would be spelled in Google. Well in I'm sorry not take that back DuckDuckGo. if you're not using duck.go duck, go ahead and download it do any of you all know what what I'm talking about it's like like cannabis is the ch- it has a male and a female separate let's say name name for plants that have separate Male and female. There we go. Now that's how we're going to find it. Plant reproductive morphology. Which are the reproductive structures of angiosperms? And the most varied. This stuff is my favorite stuff to learn. You know what I mean? So I hope you, you dig hanging out with me even though I'm not really reading it to you. um, (laughs) My bad. Christian Sprengel, 1793, studied the reproduction of flower plants, and for the first time it was noted that the pollination process involved both biotic and abiotic interactions. So that means you need interactions for both. I I think that's what it means. Yeah. Yeah one affects the other by themselves and then yeah coevolution of flowers and their insects speak oh look at it. it's perfect segue perfect segue to the um, the honeybees honeybee population decrease 2017 let's see what last year was oh boy oh this was the uh, <laughs> fit. Fake news. I'm going on fake news, guys. They really are fake. Uh, Fox News. They're fake. Um, if you, if you haven't been paying attention to that shit, but we'll get into that another time. Um, it's all about the scripted reality. You can listen to um, the episode with the truth seeker. Every day we can. Sell- oh boy. Yep, that's an ad. Jeez. All right, so honeybee contributes to a third of the country's food population. We know that, okay? If you didn't know that, one third. So we're talking all the berries, your almonds. Almonds literally exclusively. Almonds exclusively. So if you're eating almonds, if you're eating almonds, you are directly consuming something that is only from honeybees. Um, And I think it's only right if you're doing stuff like that. You should do what you can. And what that means is basically, like, number one, trying to support local um, farmers that don't use pesticides and chemicals. There are ones that still do. Um, You can support them if you'd like. It's really up to you. It depends on what you feel as though you should be doing. But things like buying organic that's why actually most of the time i'll sway to that decision but then you have to realize uh there are some some things that don't aren't even really organic technically or they they were never sprayed to to begin with um it it's a tricky situation because the name is just there to create um profit increase but at the same time, you have to do your own due diligence. Like, for example, I get sprouts that say, from Sproutman, right? They say, uh, used well water or well filtered well water or something like that. Um, and never pesticides, insecticides, or, or chemicals used. And they aren't organic certified, but they have organic certified sprouts. See the thing is it's like these people have to pay per each. Oh man, that's wow. 444. Four, four. I saw it again, and I didn't even touch, I didn't even touch anything. I didn't even touch anything. I look over to the phone, four, four, four. I just want to let you guys know today I saw three 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 when I first started the day. Then I saw four four. Then I saw 444, and then I saw 444444, which, ironically enough, y'all, is a is a fucking phone number. It's 1-800, or maybe it's not even 1-800, it's like 444-4444. <laughs> how that's even possible, or how they even got that number, is beyond me. But unbelievable. Like, the spirit numbers, one after another. I saw 555 on the way here. Literally, on the way here. And I even posted it. Boom. All right. Posted it. Bam, bam. That is it, folks. That is part one for Earth Day. Gut Instincts Podcast 2018. I hope you dug the episode. If you want to hear the rest of that episode, go and click it. Do it. Just go and do it. And if you don't want to, just keep it moving, I guess. Right? All right. That's it. Uh, Like I said, go check out that part two. Uh, and if you, you dug it, keep keep coming back for more. All right? Because I'll keep coming back, and we'll keep talking. We'll keep chatting. All right. Peace and love. I'm out. Go be awesome. Go hug someone. All right.